It is episode 8 of the In the Nick of Time podcast. I'm Brian Riley here with your host, Khalil Brett. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a it was a solid week for us. I'll, I'll take this week. Yo, we buried the Greek freak, man. I'll heck it. For sure take this week. Man. You know what I'm saying? He was talking spicy about it, but we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll yeah. get into that later. Uh, just to kick off our league news, we have the Raptors and the Warriors. They played. They dueled it out. Long game. Long battle. Went into OT. And a lot of people were calling that the finals preview. Are you completely buying into that? I am, actually. Like, I, I like I like what the Raptors are doing. I mean, of course, we know how inconsistent they've been in the playoffs over the yeah. years. I mean, not, they're not inconsistent. They just can't beat LeBron. Yeah, exactly. So, um, they're not living up to the hype, I guess we yeah. could say. But I think the addition of Kawhi, not only Kawhi, but Danny Green. Yeah. Which two guys that both been to the chip. Multiple times, Danny Green's super underrated. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a he's the low key ideal. Pickup, yeah, he's the ideal three and D guy in the league for sure. Like uh, he's gonna play defense. He can knock down from threes. He's gonna um, he can get to the basket a little bit too. Low key. and um, yeah, he's just a great all around player. So, and I think that that addition of Kawhi is just he's showing that yeah, yeah. I've arrived. Yeah, for sure. And making this case for probably the best player in the East. Okay. And it's just all on Kyle Lowry if he's going to play like this in the playoffs. See, yeah, I, I think they're good, but I'm not – I just can't write the Celtics off yet. Uh-huh. Like, I know they're like 12-10 and 10 or whatever their record is. They're not playing great. But at the end of the day, would you say Jimmy Butler is a poor man's Kawhi? Could you say that? Yeah, you can say that. Okay. Okay, so they have that guy and they have Joel Embiid. Oh, you're talking about the Sixers? Yeah, okay, the Sixers. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, wait sorry. <laughs> where, where am I going? Actually, I see. I mean, either either of those teams, I really good. I could, yeah. Either uh, either of those. Actually, yeah. Actually, no. I'm switching to the Sixers now. Yeah, okay. either of those teams, I could see really giving the Warriors a shot, uh, matchup wise. Okay. And the Raptors have to beat them to get there. Yeah, for sure. All right. See, my problem with the Sixers is Ben Simmons still can't shoot a jump shot to save his life. It's a brick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You, their bench is not that great. It's McConnell and Wilson Chandler, basically. Well, I think Wilson might be starting now. Wilson is starting. Yeah. Okay, so I can't even name anyone after. I don't really know who's, like, that dominant off Mm -hmm. the bench for them. We don't know what's going on with the fault situation. So it's like, at the end of the day, if you can contain Joel, which is hard, but... That's not easy. It's not easy, but at the end of the day, I feel like they don't have enough weapons to get past Toronto or Boston. Now, with Boston, Jalen Brown hasn't been himself this year. No. Terry Rozier hasn't been himself this year. Uh, Gordon Haywood just had one breakout game with 30 yeah. points, I believe. But I don't know. I feel like we're going to f- see, like, they have too many pieces. Mm-hmm. They, and, yeah, they have the weapons, but it yeah. seems like Toronto has the most chemistry exactly. out, of the, out of those and three teams. I think teams. Toronto just has a bunch of guys that know their role, that are ready to play hard. I think they have the best def- they're going to have the best defense out of all three of those teams. Because they could switch on any position. They have shot blockers. And I just think Toronto is going to be that team, to be honest. Best defense. And, I mean, I'm not giving them the, I'm not giving them the bench over Celtics, but they're right behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give them the bench either. But I think they're right behind them, and I think they can compete with them. And I like, like, I like Van Vliet going against Terry Rozier. Yeah. And I like Darrell Wright. Yeah, that's like a good matchup. Siakam's great. Um, is playing the best basketball. You still got Valanchunas. Siakam uh, got updated to a whole 82 and 2K. I was I'm like, he wasn't you. like this before, buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got OG. Um, they just got so many players, bro. And I think if they could stay on this track and get better, they have the best player. I'm going to say that. They have the best player in the East and Kawhi Leonard. Okay. I'm not mad at that. But I think I'm still rolling with... 
I want to say Boston, man. I, I think just mm-hmm. just the like, we'll see as it gets on, but I, I think I'm going to finish with Boston. Okay. Okay. So next up, we have Greg Popovich. You know the coach of the San Antonio Spurs. He said that I've hated the three for 20 years. <laughs> there's no <laughs> basketball anymore, and there's no beauty in it, and it's pretty boring. How do you? Well, obviously, you have to take it from a guy who. His bread and butter was Tim Duncan and David Robinson, so he's obviously going to have a different perspective on exactly. the three-point shot. But how do you feel about the three about what he said and the three-point shot in general? I mean, it's hard because like games are entertaining to watch. Right? Yeah. So for him to say it's boring, I mean, that's his perspective. I can see where he says uh, there's no beauty in it because like you don't see a lot of ball movement anymore. You don't see a lot of I mean I, I think I think the ball does move now. I think I think the ball moves, but again you'll see Durant just come down, jack up at the Yeah, you'll see Curry some, yeah sometimes down. that does happen. Tim Hardaway Jr. Like that happens a lot. So the beauty in like no not a lot of teams which Golden State does, but when you talk about teams around the league that can do half court of offense. Teams, yeah, yeah, not a lot of teams execute the half court offense. Um they don't use a lot of plays. The pick and roll is just heavily dominated. Uh, dominated, and you don't see what you see from the Spurs team. Yeah, like uh, a beauty in basketball. Yeah, the I, ball like exactly. never sticks. And look at Harden. Look how Chris Paul plays. Like look at Westbrook. Yeah, Paul George. The list goes Guys on. Guys hold the ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The list goes on of how these players play nowadays. So I see it from both ends of the floor. But it's it is entertaining to me now because all these games are high scoring. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't get me wrong. For like when the playoffs come around, like I want to see some actual basketball. Yeah. But for like a regular season game, it's a Tuesday. You have no, mm-hmm. you have no pull on either side of the game. Like it's not a Nick game. Yeah. Like I'm cool with a one ten to one oh seven game. Yeah. Like exactly. that's perfectly fine. Like I'm kind of tight if it's a ninety ninety game. Like that's I'm true. upset. I'm like, what am I watching here? Uh-huh. So I mean I I think he just has a different perspective yeah. from just coming from the the big guy lineage yeah exactly and the way they move the ball yeah I mean a lot of he's not the only one from the older areas that think like this not Mike so, D'Antoni yeah exactly <laughs> I mean Mike D'Antoni of course but like all the older coaches low key thing like this Papa just is the one that has the cojones to say it yeah for sure yeah so Pop, um, Pop gonna speak his mind facts I don't I don't know man do you think this is looking a little I may retire kind of soonish. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, it does look it like does that, seem right? Like, I mean, Kawhi just left. There's no. I'm not Kawhi saying Kawhi left. All all his three guys, like Parker's and even Danny was one of his low key guys. Danny was one of his guys. All his guys left. I mean, you know, his. Unfortunately, um, don't want to bring this up, but his wife passed away. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm not sure how much his heart is in it anymore. I agree. So we'll see. I mean, I thought he was gonna mold uh, the young boy that got injured with the knee. I know you're talking about the uh, forward they drafted, or is he a guard? No, he's a guard. He was there uh, last year. He just went out with a knee. Oh, injury. you're talking about Deontay Murray? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking Deontay about the guy. Okay. I thought he would stick around to see what him and DeRozan could do, but, mm-hmm. you know, that injury bum. So we'll see what Popovich does. I know he's coaching uh, Team USA, so he's got to stick around for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so next up, we know that Kyle Korver uh, was traded to the Cavs for Alec Burke and, a second, and two second-round picks. I mean, I think we pretty much we called this like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was it was no place in <laughs> in Cleveland for Kyle Korver. For sure. So now he can get out there in Utah. Some threes with Donovan Mitchell, Joe Inglis. I think that's a great fit out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, I want him to go to Philly, but I can tell that Utah needed the extra shooting. Yeah, I think it's a perfect fit. Um, and we were talking to Utah like they were, they're like fourteen. No, they're not fourteenth. 
I think they might they might be um 14th in the West, but like they're still very much in the in the fight in the West. Yeah, I mean, and one through 14 is in the fight. Exactly. Um, Pretty much everyone except Phoenix, you're you're in it mm-hmm. at this moment. Right now, I think they're 12th. They're 11 and 12, which 11. is crazy. That's crazy. Um, San Antonio's second to last at 10 and 12. Whew. Which is, you don't yeah. see that often. Yeah, you don't. But I mean, Kyle Culver, wish you the best of luck. I think Utah is definitely going to be a great fit. Now I guess JR's just got to go to Philly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what else? Where else oh, can man. he go? We just we said Golden State last week. It yeah, might be time for Philly. Yeah, it might be time for Philly because I thought Kyle Culver was definitely heading over there, but they couldn't get that done. I don't think they wanted to give up any of their pieces, so they were probably asking for folks, and they were like, "For sure, now nah, we're good, bro." Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Okay, so next up, just a little quick shout out to my man D Rose. You know, former Nick. What's your saying? Once a Nick, once a Nick, always a Nick. Once a Nick, always a Nick. I don't really believe in that, but I'll I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that for Derrick Rose. Um, he has. I remember we he had the big fifty point game, and lately I'll just read you his stats: 26, 16, 12, 22, 25, 20, 18. He's been balling. That boy is good. Yeah, he's he's like really moved into the two guard really nicely, and he's going to work. Yeah, for sure. He's I mean, six man a year. Doubt. Does he does he start? I know he's been coming off the bench, and I okay. know he's been campaigning that he wants to be six man of the year. Okay, so so for sure, yeah, if he's coming off the bench, six man of the year candidate next to Iso Zozo, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Relax. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let um, me pump my brakes a little facts. bit. Yeah, I, I just thought that was a really good, uh, a really cool story. Derrick Rose making a big comeback. Yeah, he, he's seriously balling. He hit Kyrie with a uh, mm, behind the back yesterday. Yeah, Excuse me. Mm, mm, facts with a mm, little mm, twist on yeah, it at the end. La la la. Facts. Yeah, that was easy. Easy works right there. Yeah. He still got it. I'm I'm happy for him for sure. For sure. All right, now it's time for our favorite segment of the week. It's our New York Knicks news, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get hype. Yes, sir. Two oh, and two. Facts. So I'll just walk through our schedule real quick. Uh we won we beat the Grizzlies one on three ninety eight. We lost to the Pistons. We lost to the seventy six. We got blown out by the oh, we, man. we both predicted that though. That wasn't really yeah. a surprise. Yeah. We got both we got blown out by the Sixers. And then we had the O T win against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. That freak, was freak who? Who? What? That was a great win for us. I, I really, I really like that uh, in OT. Shout out to Emmanuel Moutier. We might have to apologize to him a little later because mm-hmm. we were talking real spicy about him <laughs> over the last two weeks or so. <laughs> and sure. he definitely led us uh, into overtime for sure. Yeah. Okay. So just real quick, let's get into these games. Oh, no. Grizzlies game. Um, That was a comeback victory, correct? Yes, it was. Another comeback victory. Another big dunk by Moutier at oh, the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was me. That was big time. Do you remember who he dunked on? Um, was it Gary Temple? It might have been. It was a relatively big guy, though. It I know was, he I fouled know. out. Okay, I know he fouled out yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, but he he definitely he definitely boomed it to finish yeah, the game. For sure. And we got the and we got the win for Coach. You know that yeah, was a great. That win. was a good time. That was a big time. Coach got real emotional after that game. Facts. He was acting. I mean, it wasn't worse than um. Uh, Dwayne Casey, you remember when Dwayne Casey beat the Raptors? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so yeah, he was, oh man, he was in the middle of the court, so excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fizdale didn't do that, but um, it was it was still a great moment. Uh, Pistons, Jesus Christ, Blake, he just is so like bull in a china shop down there. Yeah, he it's, he, it's he gave, hard to guard him. He man. gave Noah so much trouble, yeah, so much, so much trouble. Noah definitely made his match on that one. Yeah, and on t- then he started bringing the ball outside, and he just be like, yeah, he's got the handle. He dominant. I was like, oh my god, he's their point forward. Like Reggie no, Jackson like, hasn't real. been doing much that year, this year. Yeah, like, he, yeah, like 
I've I've heard people say that about Blake, like he's being the point forward this year, but like he's literally being the he's yeah, walking it down. You really got down. to see it up and close. Yeah, yeah for he's, sure. He's, he's walking it down and doing his thing. Uh-huh. That was a uh, yeah. I think that was just kind of a tough matchup, even though we did hang in there super late. Shout out to Isozo for keep trying to keep us in that game. Was that a goal ten? For sure, it was a goal ten. Okay, I, think I just so. wanted to make sure we on the same page. Yeah, here. for sure. All right. Um, and then who's our next game? Uh, Seventy Sixers. Uh, yeah, boom, boom. Back up. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really got much to say about that. Yeah, that, those are just awful matchups. <sighs> it's in the Bucks. Jesus Christ, they take a lot of threes. Jesus Christ. Yo, I like I I heard the stat coming in that I knew they took a lot of threes. Yeah, because they're the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, but, but oh they, my, they were just letting God. it fly. Every everybody got the green light. Yeah. Like Tony Big Snell, oh, Tony Snell, who's the, uh, Brogdon? Eric, apparently, Eric Bledsoe can shoot now. Yeah, Middleton, um, Brooke. Did I say Brooke already? Brooke yeah. Lopez. Um, Brooke, what a bum. Then the Divincenzo, Divincenzo, and the, Pat Connaughton. That's the dude who got bounced, right? Yeah, yeah, Pat. Connaughton. He almost caught a bad putback yesterday. Yeah. It just was too high. He caught one earlier in the week that was pretty. Yeah, good. yeah. yeah. I, I was watching out for that. Yeah, Pat, but yeah, Pat's nice. Yeah, everyone has the green light on the Bucks. It's kind of scary. Yeah, they, I mean, they still took that L though. So yeah, they took they, that. L. They can get out of here. I mean, that was a great balanced game. By the Knicks. That was, so, that was a team game. Tim, Tim Hardaway showed up when he had to. Moody just came super alive in overtime in the fourth quarter. Um, Did you peep the way we were chasing people off the three point line? Oh yeah, like we getting after it. Yeah, we, we were we, like they were taking, they were making them, but we were. We had a couple of days off, so film room scouting report. They, they were on there. Yeah, they was on there. And my boy Dotson. Facts. Oh my God, I love this guy, bro. Amen. Did you not text me early in the week talking about how you was trying to let Dotson go for false? Let's let's be real, buddy. You caught me. I said, I said we are not about to let Dotson go. He was like, he was like Markel Fultz. He's like, no. All right. Dotson has stepped up big, definitely for the last three games. Yeah, he has. Um. Um. For sure. He's just been getting the play time again. I mean, I guess. He's he, consistent. Yeah, he got four DMP, so I was like, uh, I guess I forgot what he could do. You know but, what I'm saying? Um, this guy, I, I love Dotson a lot, man. I, she- I definitely apologize. I take that back 100%. <laughs> Dotson has to stay. Facts. And, I mean, generally we trash him for the last couple of weeks, but um, Mario came through with the hammer on. Oh, yeah. Came through with the <laughs> hammer on Giannis. Damn! Hit him, with the, hit him with the AI after Facts. Step over him. Facts. I didn't. I didn't know Mario had all light in him. Yeah. He should have hit him with a look back on the way up the court. Yeah, though. that would have been lit. Yeah, a little clap, something like that. Oh no! Nah, did you peep when he was walking back to the court? He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Facts. <laughs> it was a. It was a half one though. It seemed yeah, like he, he didn't really want. He didn't to do commit. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't know if it was that that big of a moment yet. <laughs> so he was like, uh, "But it worked. It worked out." Facts. Uh, it, but Giannis is such a problem. One, I literally, I'll literally be watching, and I'll be like, "All right, he's about to go this way, and spin back this way." And yeah. it's like the Noah probably knows too, but it's like, it's nothing. You what can, can you do about, about it? it? I mean, he just, has so many counter moves too. Exactly, fake up fakes, up and unders. It's really crazy. Um, they do this a lot. Like they spread the whole entire court, mm-hmm. and then just let him go one on one with a big guy. Yeah, exactly. And either euro he'll, or back down and spin. And he'll kind of catch it with like a running start coming down at the, the court. Three point line, yeah, running start, and then, just, then he'll like yeah, get him to go. like the free throw line. It's like, well, he has he and go back this way, or yeah. he can keep it going this way. Then euro at the end. Like he has so many moves. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but. but Luckily, the guy just really doesn't have a consistent jump shot. For sure. And we was forcing him to those, and he was missing them. So yeah, that, that that's was the how, game plan. That's how we got it to overtime. Yeah, exactly. It was like, because I was like, if he hits another jump shot, because you remember he did that to us last year, 
If he, I was like, if he hits another jump shot, so be it. Yeah. Rather than just letting him either A, get to the line, or dunk the ball. For sure. So I was completely fine with that. Shout out to Moutier for getting us the overtime. <laughs> All those trade balls. Yo, I was like, in my head, for that split second, I was like, what are you doing? Because oh, yeah. that three-pointer, I was like, no, whoa, what are you yeah, doing, no. bro? The, the leaning one, when he shot it, I said, no. And no. then I went in. <laughs> yeah, I started going crazy, man. Facts. Oh, yeah. And um, one one more thing about Giannis, man. Uh, I don't appreciate him saying he's going to hit Mario and the Kanunas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. what? Do you, it's holiday it's... season, but you don't need to be ringing people's bells out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about he's going to punch him in the nuts next time. And especially you who, like, yells at people's face, dunks on people. Like, like you can't take a, a bit of your own medicine, Yeah, bro. like, like you, you do this every game. Exactly. You should, ta- you should take that on the chin, like. Easy. Exactly. I don't know. But and then what, did, what was the comment you showed me after the game? What did Mario say? Uh, Mario said you got to be tough. and um, That's basically what he said. If yeah. you're playing in New York, you have to be tough. I like that attitude. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't really shown much of that. I mean, the, yeah. guy, the guy's always trying to dunk, though, and he finally got his dunk off, so I'm Facts. happy for him. Shout out to him. That was a good, really good moment for the team. Mm-hmm. But leading up to that, he hasn't been playing so hot. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Why is Mario still in the damn starting lineup? <laughs> according according to Fisdale, it's his defense. Yeah, which is okay. I'm not decent. Not the, yeah, it's not the worst thing. <laughs> but anyway, um, Dotson clearly looks like the more consistent option. I don't know if Fisdale can hang in hang in another game after this game. I think you have to put Dotson back in there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with uh changing it up, but yeah. um, that's just how it went. And I think if because if you have that Moutier, Hardaway, and Dotson. I think right there, if any of them have to switch, you could switch. No problem. With any any play on the floor from there. I think anyone can guard one through three throughout those throughout those three players. So I think definitely you put Dotson back in that starting lineup. Facts. And a player who did not play, um, our man Frank Nedekina. He didn't get any minutes that game. And over the last three games, he's played 14 minutes, 15 minutes, and 13 minutes, respectively. And with pretty much minimal stats. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! So, how are, are you completely down on um on Frank? Because the rumors were coming out this week that some of the Knicks organization are off the bandwagon with them. How do, how do you feel about Frank? The French prince. Remember, he is 19 or 20. No, he's 19, right? I think he's 20. 20, oh, I think Knox okay. is 19. Okay. Um... I don't know, man. It's tough to tell. Like, he hasn't had that. He's had good games where he showed flashes, but he hasn't had that one great game where you're just like, wow. Look what he, he can could do. do this. Like, yeah. Knox had that last night. Yes, Knox he did. had that against the Bucks. where we're like, all right, this guy can shoot threes. He can get to the bucket. He can defend. He can defend. So, and he's only 19. Mm-hmm. Frank, we'd be like, oh, all right, he's... He has, he has moments. Yeah, he's had a triple single where he's yeah. flirted with a triple double. Facts. And we're like, all right, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can play defense. But we haven't had like, yo, all right, this guy's going to be good guy, in three yeah. years. Yeah. We haven't had that moment yet. So, I mean, it is still early, but how long are we going to keep saying it's early? You know what I'm saying? And like you said, there are younger players in the league that exactly. are flourishing. So, it's like that that young thing only works like literally when you're drafted. And then the year yeah. after, it's like mm-hmm. you kind of look around at, at – at your peers, and it's like these guys. I'll just go through the list real quick. Lonzo's twenty, Brandon Ingram is twenty, mm-hmm. Laurie Markinen is twenty, Jason Tatum is twenty. I'm not sure how old Luke, Luca's probably nineteen. 19, if I had to guess, and Luca is. Oh my god, that boy is good. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So it's just it's just looking a little funny yeah, right it now. Is, it's for like sure. 
Um, I'm not. I'm not saying let's completely jump off the bandwagon, but apparently he's been getting interest from I want to say Phoenix, Orlando, and there's another team in there, Memphis. That was the third team. Okay. But apparently people are calling for him. Okay. And so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, here's what Fisdale said about um about Knox and Frank. He said, I think I've got a 19-year-old and a 20-year-old trying to figure out the NBA, the league that's full of the absolute best players in the world, the best coaches in the world, give them a break. Which is true to a degree, but, you know, we got to be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it is true. I, I think definitely more so from Knox, like we were saying. Cause mm-hmm. Knox went through some injuries. I mean, it's early in the season. He had... He has a lot of players that he's fighting for minutes with. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we've seen him on an everyday basis. Exactly. 20-plus minutes seeing what he could do. Facts. But um, he, he's shown us his flashes, and especially last night. Yeah, let's talk about so, Kevin Knox last night, man. Yeah, oh, man, Knox. Jumper dude was going. Dude seemed like he couldn't miss from three. Oh, he had it going. You yeah. saw he got hurt. I was like, he's exactly. not coming out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, nah. He, <laughs> he hopped right back up. Yep. Cantor's like, stay down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he hopped right back up. And he was getting rebounds too. Like For I saw sure. him digging in, getting rebounds, definitely playing defense. He has a definitely cool, smooth demeanor about him, mm-hmm. which I like. I mean, See, I, I would like some more. I was just gonna say I do like I do like it, but at the at the same time, I feel like sometimes he can just kind of uh, cruise control it out there. Yeah, like just take the take the shots that are available or settle uh-huh. for the long distance shots. For sure. And, but yesterday he was he was hitting the rim. He was going yeah. to the rim. He was going to the rim. That's how he, he almost hurt himself down. when he he, he, he tried yeah, he to throw it on two hurt. people. <laughs> That would have been bad. It would have been because he. That would have been like a strong reach over two people. Yeah, that, that would have been a great highlight. Fire for sure. Yeah, I really liked what I saw out of Kevin Knox yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what I mean. Like we haven't had that one great, great game out of Frank where we could say that. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I definitely have more confidence right now in Knox than I do have in Frank. So, at this moment, if they do end up dealing him, if the deal's good, I'm not sure if I would be too mad at it. Yeah, depending yeah. on the deal, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll probably, maybe we should come back next week with a couple like trade options if, if this is still a uh, talk next week. Yeah, we'll see how he plays out throughout the week. And then if so, I think we might have to look for some uh, yeah, bust, landing spots. Bust down that ESPN trade machine. For sure. Okay, so another player who didn't play against the Bucks was Courtney Lee. He actually mm-hmm. was healthy, but it was uh, a coach's DNP. Yeah. So should we be allowing Courtney Lee to steal minutes from people when he comes back? Um... Yeah, from I would say from Frank, but Frank didn't get minutes either. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. We got, good thing about Fizdale is he doesn't stick with anyone really too long. Like yeah. if you're not performing, he's gonna take you out. For sure. And yesterday, like we said, everyone was performing, so mm-hmm. there was literally no reason to throw Courtney Lee back into the fire. For sure. Now, if we put out Hardaway, and Hardaway starts one of those games where he's zero for eight again. Mm-hmm. Throw Courtney Lee back in. For sure. Or if Isozo is coming off the bench and not really producing, throw Courtney Lee in and see what he could do. But right now, there's no reason to rush a veteran in when we're trying to develop these young guys. So I think Fizdale definitely has that under control and when to throw Courtney Lee in and when not to. Yes. The only spot um, for Courtney Lee is I'd be assuming if, depending on how long Trey Burke is injured. Yeah. Like Isozo could play the one that Courtney Lee can play with him. Yeah, that, sure. that's a, that's about it. I uh-huh. see Courtney Lee consistently okay, getting minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that, I, I agree with that. So that is our New York Knicks news for the week, and now it is time for our random Nick of the week, aka Jared Jeffries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is he a two time or three time Nick? Oh, I think he's definitely a two time. Definitely he, a two time. He might be a three time Nick. I think it is a three time Nick. 
Jared Jeffries, the guy who always on the right, always in the right place at the right time on the defensive end, always down to take a charge yeah, no matter what. I call the charge. So many charges. And he was a slim dude. He, slim he would take dude. him to the chest, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Jared Jeffries for trying to go after Melo, too, after Marty Collins got hocked. Facts. That's all I remember. Someone <laughs> grabbing his jersey like this. Jared Jeffries was trying to get <laughs> in there. He was trying to get after him, man. Jared Jeffries, such a hard-nosed player. I mean, the man only averaged like five points for yeah. us, but. It wasn't about the points. Yeah, he wasn't, that's why I didn't he wasn't a his, guy that you're going to look at the stat sheet. And that's like, why I didn't look up his stats. I was like, yeah, it's, it's not important for, 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 sure. for Jerry Jeffrey's stats. Yeah, exactly. He was just a hard-nosed player. Um, did what he had to do. His beard just, wasn't very valid. Oh, no. Nah. But he tried, though. <laughs> he tried. He tried to do yeah, his thing. I, I feel the pain on the beard thing, man. I just, <laughs> I just shaved mine because no shave November. Yeah, I can't even grow a mustache. To this day! To this day! <laughs> Baby face Riley. You man. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to just keep telling people I'm 20. <laughs> okay, so next up, it is time for our New York Knicks trivia. And last week, you got me pretty good. I'm not I'm not going to lie. You got me pretty good last week. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. You know, with your little uh, dunk competition trivia. So I came back this week with the three-point, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the three-point contest. All right, Ooh. so listen to this. The New York Knicks have had seven three-point contest contestants. Who, name five of them. I'm, I'm not going to ask you to do seven. Name five of them. Name five. Name five. Okay. A couple of them are easier than you think. All right. Steve Novak. Boom. That's one. Uh, I think we had a recent one. No, was it recent? No, no recent ones. No recent ones. Oh, okay, I'll give you. Steve Novak was our, our most recent one. Our most recent one. Mm-hmm. Okay, Steve Novak. John Starks was in one, wasn't he? No. No, John Starks wasn't in one? No, sir. Okay. So, Steve Novak, Trent Tucker. That is was, two. That's two. Okay. Trent Tucker. Um, Alan Houston getting one? Mm, we had three now. Three? Yep. All right, three. Alan Houston got in one. Uh, Quentin Richardson. That's four. That's four. Okay. Okay, now the Quentin fifth. Richardson. Uh, the fifth one's actually, you actually got the hard ones already. I got the hard ones. Yeah, the, the, the last one's kind of a kind of a layup. I thought you were going to get him first. Oh my gosh, Steve! No- ah, I'm going blank. Hold on. Uh, uh, if I can give you a year range, maybe. Yeah, um, give me a year range. Maybe like 09 to 12. 09 to 12. Uh huh. He's on the roster from those years. 09 to 12. Wow, I'm going blank right now. Yeah, bro, bro, you can do this. <laughs> I, I don't want to give you this one because you definitely can do this. I feel like I'm gonna get an old one in. Um. Dang, 09 to 12. I was expecting you to leave Trent Tucker off. <laughs> that, that was, I was like, yeah, you know how to do that. Nah, I, I know because of the Trent Tucker rule. Like, Trent Tucker's heavily. Um, is he in this room? Nah, for sure not. For sure not. Okay. He, he was. Okay, I'll, I'll just give you this. He was traded as part of the Mellow deal. Part of the Mellow deal. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The Euro. Euro. Gallo. Gallo was in a three-point yeah, contest? Gallo. I was thinking Gallo, but I was like, nah, Gallo wasn't in no three-point contest. Wow. Gallo was letting it go for sure. Wow. Why did I think he represented us in the skills challenge and not the three-point contest? He, he might have, but um, wow. yeah, Gallo was in the three-point contest. I'm upset. You know, so I was like, you're definitely going to get Gallo. Yeah, I'm thinking, I said, nah, there's no way this Gallo. <laughs> I was like, this guy didn't go in no three-point contest. Let's make his shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm upset. I definitely should have got that. What's the other two? 
Uh, or three, rather. Okay, we did Novak, Gallinari, Q Rich, Allen Houston, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward, wow. Hubert right. Davis, and then Trent Tucker. Trent Tucker, all right. Hubert Davis. You almost had it. That, that was close. That was close. That was wow. very close. Okay, you okay. almost had it. Dang, I should have got Gallo. Man. Yeah, yeah, you, should, that was you for sure had it. Should have yeah, had Gallo. I dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now it is time for our next week's outlook, and we play Washington on Monday, uh, at their place. We are home against Boston on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We play Brooklyn at their place, and we play. Oh, lies. We play Brooklyn and Charlotte back to back Saturday, Sunday. At the Garden. Okay. Definitely a tough week because we have two division games. So Boston and a back to back. And a back to back. Boston and Brooklyn is always, since it's a division, it's always a tough game. And I mean, we're at Boston again, so I know they're going to be looking for revenge. Yeah. If there's at a the, pack up this week, that's the one. Yeah. That, that's the one for sure. Um, Washington, let's start with Washington on Monday at home. Washington's been playing iffy. They just got a win last night. Um, winnable so, game Winnable game for sure Three, three, three of the four of these are winnable Yeah The White's out for like two to three months Facts um, So I think if we could somewhat Have our guard level play like they've been in the last game I think we could squeeze one out against Washington Yeah Like you said Thursday Let's forget about that Yep Brooklyn Saturday Brooklyn We're taking that W for sure um, No Karis LeBert unfortunately then when he could keep his mouth shut. <laughs> oh, he's talking, oh he's talking spicy about the Knicks. Yeah, D-Lo's been messing me up in DraftKings. So. <laughs> yeah, Moutier's going to pack him up, hopefully. And then Sunday versus Charlotte, Kemba returns home. 40-piece? Yeah, he, he he might. This year, he may he may do that. That <laughs> looks very likely. 40-piece um, on a back-to-back? Yeah. That, that, looks, that sounds about right. And Charlotte's got a lot of young guys that's playing hard, too. Yes, they do, but I feel like our our problem is we struggle more with big guys. Yeah, we do. So, I don't think they have a ton of they don't. great bigs. So, yeah. I, we're, we definitely have a chance in that one. Yeah, so, I mean, we could go 3-1. and one, uh, I'm doing it. 3-1. and one. Yeah, let's do it. 3-1. You know I'm one. saying 3-1. and one. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, three and one. Don't use about yeah. the four and zero. It. I'm bugging, bugging. I don't know what I was thinking for that split second. Yeah, Boston. Boston's really gonna get their revenge on us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's go three and one. I think we're on a high, definitely, from that win against the Milwaukee. And we've been competing, bro. Besides those, uh, that that Philly game, we really compete this year, and I'm really happy about that. So. Yeah, that's another thing. Even if we, even if we, lo- I didn't want to lose the game against the Bucks, but even if we did, that was yeah, we played just, them so tough. Exactly. It's easy. It's slightly easier to watch the Knicks this year because yeah, they're definitely competing in these games. I like the way Fizdale has them playing. Yeah, they went down like I want to say we were down above ten multiple times in that game. Yeah, and, and they just, just kept fighting back, fighting back, and they've been doing that throughout the season. So I'm super happy about that, Knicks. I'm proud of you guys, man. Facts. You're really making us proud of Don't me. listen to the haters, man. Yeah. Forget them. All right. And that was episode eight of the In the Nick of Time podcast. I'm Brian. We're here with Khalil Brad. You know KBZ. what I'm saying? <laughs> and that was it. Uh, oh, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, tune in and tell your friends about us. We're on Instagram. Check out those Instagram pages. We're putting up videos every week. Yes, sir. And that's it. Catch you guys next week. All right. We out of here.